This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's bring in Reggie Cicchini, Global News Washington correspondent. Reggie, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Uh, We have that happening in California. We know in New York as well, non-essential workers being told to stay home. Uh, What exactly is happening? Yeah, this is a uh, growing trend now that's happening across the country. We've actually learned that uh, Illinois, the governor of Illinois, is set to announce sometime within the next hour or so uh, that the state is also going to put in place a statewide lockdown for its people. And this is all in a dramatic and drastic measure to try and slow down the spread of this virus, which is growing, uh, you know, wild or spreading wildly uh, across this country with the cases, reported cases, quadrupling uh, just from the beginning of the week. Well, and in that report, that's a pretty daunting number with saying that it's possible half the residents of California could become infected if something isn't done. And that's why they took this unprecedented step to try and stop the spread of the virus. Absolutely. I mean, when you're talking about a state, which in essence is the fifth largest economy in the world, to have 25 million people potentially infected with a virus, which could take them out of the workforce for weeks, possibly months, if not longer, uh, and then you're left with what's, you know, with what's left in the state, that is a huge blow, not only to the state's economy, not only to the U.S. economy, but to the entire globe. Think of the ramifications that follows from that, from everything to, uh, you know, the banking sector all the way up to Hollywood. This is a huge threat for just one state. And I think that's why you're seeing other governors realize that they don't have uh, uh, the ability to continue going forward if half of their state is no longer able to work. Absolutely. Uh, Do you anticipate then, as you mentioned, Illinois expected to be the next state to bring in these sweeping measures? Do you anticipate then we will see this from uh, more states? Well, it is possible because remember, there is no federal guideline in place right now or no federal plan for a lockdown. The president had said that just last hour when he was in that uh, very testy back and forth uh, uh, press conference with his task, uh, with his uh, uh, coronavirus task force. Uh, So states really are leaving this up to either county and local governments or to the governor. And that's why uh, things are so drastically different from one state to the next. Something like Texas doesn't have any kind of guidance in place. Same with parts of Oklahoma and parts of Tennessee. Uh, whereas then you have New York not putting a statewide lockdown, but they're going to stop essent- uh, non-essential uh, companies from being able to open up. So it's widely different from coast to coast. And it's unclear if this is going to become a widespread practice measure. Uh, because it also sounds like th- those those key differences, like you said, in California, where it's an order to stay home, whereas in New York, uh, there might not be a, a good reason to go out. It's not like you're going out to a restaurant or you're going out to, to a place because they're all going to be closed. But it is going to it sounds like it's more of the honor system as far as people following uh, these new rules. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the governor of New York said that there could potentially be a fine that's put in place for these non-essential businesses that open, be it whether, uh, you know, a, a barber shop or a tattoo parlor. Uh, but there there are other states who don't have that. It really is the onus is on the individual to just close your business and stay home. And that poses further problems to uh, being able to stave off or potentially starve this virus from impacting areas that may not be feeling uh, the kind of impact that we're seeing in these hotspots across the U.S. Uh, when we were talking about things closing down, though, so grocery stores, uh, other services that are deemed essential will still be open. But I'm guessing in a place like California, then, is it I mean, it, we haven't got to the state that we're seeing in a lot of European countries where you actually need a waiver to be out on the street to, to, to justify why you're out and moving around. But I mean, I suppose we keep hearing nothing's off the table that could happen. 
it is possible that could happen. You have governors right now saying, don't leave your house if you don't need to. New York's governor saying, look, if you want to go outside, you want to do solitary exercise, that's okay. Just make sure that it's you by yourself. In California, they're saying, look, if you don't need to go outside, if you can exercise on your patio, on your roof or in your living room, that's going to be the way to do it. Uh, but there is, uh, you know, there are talks in parts of California where uh, police may carry out some kind of uh, citation or a misdemeanor if you're outside, uh, potentially in a group or just, you know, not ad- not adhering to the orders that are in place. But again, this is going to be, uh, you know, discrepancies across the state, across the country, because there simply is no federal mandate that's been put in place. Uh, do you think there will be one then at some point? Well, I mean, look, the president was asked that within the last hour, and he said there is no plan for a federal lockdown. And simply what that does is create more confusion across the country. There are governors that are looking to Washington right now for some kind of guidance as to what the best measure would be for their state, because it doesn't make sense for something like, uh, you know, St. Paul, Minnesota, which straddles uh, a second state. So you have half a city that's going to be able to stay inside and half a state, a city that's going to be able to roam about as they want. That's why they're looking to the government to potentially get some kind of grand message put in place. The president simply says, though, he wants to leave this like he's doing with trying to deal with procurement for medical supplies, simply leave it up to the states to do their own battle. Uh, you mentioned medical supplies because that's been one a concern as well. We we're hearing uh, from uh, Mario Cuomo, the ventilators saying that, yes, they do need more and they're uh, giving incentives for businesses to manufacture these. So what else are you hearing about medical supplies? Absolutely. I mean, that's we heard that from, from Cuomo earlier today saying that there would be incentives if somebody could, if, if companies will be able to manufacture at a faster rate these masks and these ventilators. But it's interesting when you heard Vice President Mike Pence talk just, you know, last hour during that briefing, he made mention of the fact that U.S. stockpiles in emergency back rooms, there are more than 20,000 ventilators that are sitting there waiting to be used as you're hearing from local health care systems that are stretched to their limits say we have potentially only one ventilator ventilator for a hospital with 300 rooms right now and the government is sitting on this now the government says they're going to be going out making a procurement of uh, of 95 million masks that will they'll be able to hand out to uh, to uh, to states but we're also hearing that as states go out to these companies to purchase these masks oftentimes they're being outbid by the federal government who's making their own purchases and then putting things into emergency stockpiles so that's why you see this stress on the healthcare system because you have competing interests from the state and from the government. All right, uh, Reggie, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you.